Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Today is March 9th, 2018. We're going to do a preview today of uh, tomorrow's Deep Jewels show, which is at Shinjuku Face in Tokyo. Uh, this is the first Deep Jewels show. Uh, for those not familiar with it, Deep Jewels is basically a um, a uh, descendant of Smack Girl. Uh, re- reborn, Deep bought the company and they uh, reimagined it as Deep Jewels. Uh, the matchmaker is the same guy who does Deep, and that's Shigeru Seiki. Uh, the problem with the company for me is, uh, first of all, the matches are just kind of blah. Their, their talent level is so low. And they're just, they just had a lot of problems trying to develop any kind of decent uh, fighting talent. And um, one of the mis- big mistakes that they made uh, back in 2016 was a group of models that they all called Date. Okay, And none of them really could fight. There may have been one or two that could fight. But they're all gone now. Most of them are working at the Ice Ribbon uh, Pro Wrestling uh, Company. And so it was a waste of about a year. And, and they were all... All the shows that they were on were just terrible shows. It was just really bad. A couple of things that I, I really dislike about Deep Jewels. One is that, except for championship matches, all matches are two rounds, two five-minute rounds. And championship matches are three five-minute rounds. This is like the dark ages of MMA, okay? Don't ask me why they continue to do that. I, well, I know the reason. The reason is that Shigeru Seiki is an old fart, probably the oldest fart in the world. And he just doesn't want to change, you know? And, and the other thing is because they tend to run these type of small arenas, like uh, small halls like uh, Shinjuku Face, they can't use a cage. Cage won't get in there, so they have to use a ring. And actually, the Japanese fans seem to prefer a ring anyway. So it's not the end of the world, if you know what I mean. But uh, this is their first show of the year. Uh, the main event kind of, uh, kind of um, um, typifies what's wrong with this company. It's for the uh, Deep Jewels Atomweight Championship. The champion, Mina Karobe, will uh, defend against uh, Sarami. That's a nickname. A real name is Satomi Takano. Okay, And the problem with with this is it just shows it's not a main event fight, honestly. Even if it is a title fight, it's not a main event fight. Mina Kurobe is old. She's 40 years old. Uh, she's just not that good a fighter. She's basically champion because the other fighters are worse, not because she's that good. And uh, the problem, we saw what happened to her when she went to Korea and fought Ham So Hee, and we saw who she really is. She's just, eh. She's okay. She's nothing special. So uh, her opponent here is uh, Sarami, who is is younger. I guess she's 29 at this stage. But she's kind of, you know, she's kind of a retread. She was around a few years ago. Uh, They thought she had some talent, but she had a... she kind of had a spotty record. She's 11 and 9 right now. And where else would you see an 11 and 9 fighter get a title shot? But she won her last fight uh, to get the title shot over Toma Maisawa. And that's where we are. Uh, I don't think either of them are main event fighters, but they're in a main event. 
And so that's the big problem. It's a weak main event. Uh, there are a couple of no other notable uh, matches on the show. Uh, King Rena, uh, who's a larger fighter, uh, will be fighting against a Korean making her MMA debut. Her name is So Young Park. So the big problem with King Rena, she's kind of a gimmick fighter with the teddy bear and the crown and the whole deal. But she has some talent. Uh, my thing about her is she needs to leave Japan. Look at who she's fighting. She's fighting somebody making her MMA debut. You know, she shouldn't be fighting somebody like that. It's as simple as that. And we're seeing that she's, her skills are starting to erode because the competition level is so low. She lost you know, on the last Ryzen show. She lost to Cindy Dandwa, somebody that she should beat. But she kind of acknowledges she had terrible uh, terrible uh, uh, strategy in that fight. And, uh, you know, she's, she needs to, in, in Japan, the problem is if you don't weigh 105 pounds or 115, there's nobody in Japan for someone like Rina to fight. She needs to come to the U.S., train in the U.S., and find decent opponents. She could be a really good featherweight if she goes into deep training in the U.S. for a couple of years. But... A lot of times these girls don't want to leave home. They're happy being a big fish in a small pond. And that may be the case with her. I don't know the answer to that. So, a couple of other fights of note. Uh, we have the second pro, uh, actually third pro fight, of Kana Watanabe. And she will be facing Yukari Nab. Now, Kana Watanabe has a uh, background in judo. She's uh, had some success in, in amateur judo. She's... Uh, 29 years old. Uh, she also is a very attractive girl, which doesn't hurt her in MMA in Japan, believe me. And uh, the problem I see with her is very similar to Rina because she uh, fights at flyweight right now. Uh, looking at her, I think she could move up to bantamweight, actually. But uh, this, the girl she's fighting here, Yukari Nab, is, is an older fighter. She has a 3-2 and two record. And this is the problem. She's just not going to be any kind of competition for Kana. And uh, Kana has already beaten the one fighter that you would think of for her to fight. And that's Shizuka Sugiyama, beat her at the Ryzen show. So uh, she's another case of someone who I think should leave Japan and train in the U.S. And I think she, if she could make some progress. Uh, you might see her uh, on, uh, a, um, on a, um, uh, in the UFC or or perhaps somewhere else. Uh, but for what she is right now, uh, she's just, she's like Rena in the case that she's spinning her wheels. And she's not going to get anywhere staying in Japan. I mean, even bringing over foreigners doesn't really help. What Jules likes to do is bring in friggin' Koreans that have never fought before. Well, that's a waste of time. I mean, that's all there is to it. And so uh, she has potential. We'd like to see her leave Japan. And the other thing I wanted to talk about is uh, somehow uh, Deep Jewels has gotten their hands on an idol. Uh, her name is Nanaka Kawamura, and she is a member of an idol group called Masked Woman. Uh, apparently, she wants to be a fighter. Well, we'll see what happens with that. This is, uh, it says, this is actually her first pro fight that's going to be... Um, Full MMA rules with two rounds. Her opponent is Mizuki Farus. 
and uh, she's a high school student. She's, I think, 16 years old. She, she's one in three already, so who knows if she'll be, ever be any good. But the thing about uh, Nanaka Kawamura is when they announced that they had uh, gotten, that she's going to fight, they actually did it at one of the masked woman shows. And so she, the thing about her is she can be a successful fighter. She has a built-in fan base that comes with her. Well, that, that's money. But I think she's got potential if she's good. We don't know how good she is yet, but there's no question, you know, she, she's, um, you know, she's an attractive girl. She's got a fan base already. There's so many idol groups in Japan, you have no idea. It's ridiculous. And uh, so I'm very interested to see what uh, happens with her. She fights at atom weight, uh, but I expect her to win this fight because her opponent is uh, not too good. And uh, let's just uh, have a quick look at some of the other fights that are on this show. Uh, uh, Tomo Maisawa, who lost the um, uh, atom weight uh, uh, title contender match to, uh, um, to Sarami, uh, she will face Yuko Sa Saito, and uh, Yuko Saito seems to be an older fighter. Uh, doesn't list her age, but she looks pretty old to me. Uh, Amoeba, who we all know uh, fights for, uh, trains at AACC with, uh, uh, with uh, she used to train with Pagumi Fuji. She'll be facing somebody called Hikari Sato. The interesting thing about this is uh, that fight is at flyweight, and Amoeba normally fights at strawweight. So I think their first fight at strawweight. Uh, the other two fights are not that interesting. You've got uh, somebody named Pan Hui, who was actually born in China but lives in Japan, and Mika Arai, and that's at 110 pounds. Uh, Hikaru Aono versus Ana Kiriyama. They were supposed to fight in December, but Ana got injured, so they're going to do it now. And uh, Ayako Miyata will face Midori Sugai. Um, other than the uh, uh, fights with the, the fighters I mentioned, with the uh, uh, King Rina, Kana, Watanabe, and uh, Nanaka Kawamura, which I'm very interested in because of uh, how they're going to promote her, um, the fights are basically kind of blah. Uh, it is available online at on Amoeba TV in Japan. I, I don't know if you can hack that or not. It's in the middle of the night anyway, and I'm not that interested in watching this show because I think it'll be boring. So that's my preview for uh, Deep Jewels. Got a couple other things just want to talk about briefly. Uh, first of all, the UFC has now confirmed that, uh, that uh, Amanda Nunez will face uh, Raquel Pennington and UFC 224 in May. And um, they were good talking about possibly doing uh, Amanda versus Chris Cyborg, but it sounds like they're going to do that a little later. Cyborg still wants to do it in July. Based on the, the timing, my guess is that they might do it later. I don't expect Amanda to lose this fight. I expect her to win this fight. But I think what they'll do is probably later. It depends how Amanda comes out of the fight anyway. But uh, it, I think they're still going to do it. It's just they're not going to do it until probably the fall. Cyborg wants to do it in July because it's uh, International Fight Week, and she thinks she thinks there's a lot of money in it for her. Um, I don't think they want to do it then, and that's really what it comes down to. Okay, now let's uh, talk a little. Uh, uh, there's also UFC released a couple of fighters, or the fighters were um, confirmed released. 
uh, both our straw weights. We have Angela Magana and also Caitlin, Caitlin Curran. Uh, they're both straw weights. Uh, Angela actually announced after her last fight that she lost her last fight that she was released. She basically was in tough uh, 20 and she basically did nothing while she was in the UFC. She also had some injury problems. I guess the most notable thing that she did was she got punched out by Chris Cyborg at the retreat last year. But other than that, I mean, she's an older fighter now. She's had a lot of mileage on her, a lot of injuries. I just don't think she has it anymore. Kaylin Kern's a different situation. Kaylin is from Hawaii. Uh, she's still in her mid-20s now, but um, uh, she's, you know, she's one in six in the UFC. So, you know, it was time to release her. I wasn't particularly surprised by this. She lost her last fight It was in, that was in China. And um, the problem with her is she seems to have the physical skills, but she has a bad habit of losing concentration during fights. And that has cost her a couple of fights at least. And she just, you know, her trainers have basically admitted that she just seems to uh, space out during fights. And I don't think that's a problem you can fix, you know. And so I don't know what she's going to do. Before she came to the UFC, she fought for PXC in Guam. And, uh, you know, I saw her a couple of cases where she was winning fights and she just lost her concentration and lost the fights and you can't have that i mean it's time to go uh, a couple of uh, uh releases in the ufc for, uh, uh, now let's get to the wwe there are a couple of releases from nxt yesterday uh, the two f wrestlers are abby Lath and sage beckett now uh, i've seen both of them uh, on both of them were on the may young classic and i was not particularly impressed with either of them uh, abby lath uh, was formerly known as kimberly uh, in indie feds like uh, shine and shimmer and uh, i guess uh, uh, wsu and companies like that uh, she was trained by uh, drew gulak who's a uh, wwe cruiserweight um, she's 27 years old. Uh, she's been wrestling since 2011. I saw her in Indie Feds. I thought she was okay. When I saw her in, um, in NXT, to me, she didn't look like she was in shape. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what happened to her. It's like she, she just wasn't the same as what I saw in Indie Feds. I'm not sure why that was or what her problem was, but, um, I saw her in the Mae Young Classic, and even though she... Uh, won her first round fight over Jazzy Gaber. Uh, that was probably because she was already under contract to the, uh, the WWE, and they had plans for her. But um, when they start after the Mae Young Classic, I think we may have seen her once on TV. She was doing house shows, but um, I guess they didn't like her the looks of her, and uh, they decided to um, they decided to uh, release her yesterday. Uh, the other uh, wrestler, Sage Beckett has an interesting history. Her uh, real name is, uh, I believe it's Mary Kate Gundahl or something like that. She uh, trained at um, Team 3D, which is, of course, the Dudleys uh, camp. Uh, fans may recall seeing her in TNA a few years back as Rosie Lottelove. Remember her? Well, if you recall, she weighed over 300 pounds. <laughs> Didn't think much. I, I'm not a big fan of that kind of wrestler, for starters. Uh, so what happened is that she retired in 2012 
And then she came back. When she came back, she actually lost over 100 pounds. Now, you say, well, what does she, what, then what does she look like? Well, she's a tall girl. She's almost six feet tall. And I guess that's why they, she interested the WWE, because sometimes they're looking for uh, larger, larger wrestlers and that sort of thing. Uh, the only time she appeared on TV was in the Mae Young Classic. She uh, uh, lost to Bianca Belair. Uh, I didn't like the looks of her, personally. I, I didn't care for how she looked, and I guess she just didn't improve. Uh, are, there, are both wrestlers going to continue uh, in indie feds? Well, uh, Kimberly is pretty young still, so I would expect her to continue. Uh, based on what she said on Twitter, I would think that Sage Beckett uh, might retire. She's actually a little older. She's 33 years old. And so uh, that's, uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. So that's it for today. That's it for today. Uh, I haven't decided if I'm going to do a... Uh, a uh, podcast about the Deep Jewels show. I haven't made up my mind yet, but I'll, I'll decide in a, in a day or so. It doesn't really matter if I do it tomorrow or, or Sunday. We'll see. And uh, don't forget to check out my blog and any of the videos that I have there. Have a good day.